Welcome to the Program Yourself Thin Podcast with your host, Jim Kitsoulis. I'm gonna show you how to master your weight once and for all. Start using powerful mindset-focused strategies to lose weight and live in the body of your dreams. Tune in each week for new episodes. Hey, this is Jim Katsoulis with the Program Yourself Thin Podcast. And today I wanna talk to you about how to learn from your mistakes, which I believe is probably the most important skill that you need in order to lose weight and ultimately master it. And I want to start with a quote from Richard Bandler, who's one of the co-creators of neurolinguistic programming. And this is one of their presuppositions, one of the kind of their main tenets, that there's no failure, only feedback. And this is such a crucial idea, right? Because when it comes to weight loss, it's a learning process. And I really want you to let this sink in because so often we look at weight loss as this process of, you know, give me the plan and I'll just follow it. Or I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. But we don't really look at it as a learning process, and it absolutely is. Your ability to lose weight and ultimately master it comes down to changing how you think, how you feel, and how you behave. And so you have to learn how to do those things differently. And you know, if if you think about if you're gonna learn the piano, you would never in a million years expect that you were just gonna sit down and just play it perfectly all the time, right? There's mistakes, and then you correct those mistakes. That is the process of improvement. But when it comes to weight loss, we think, well, okay, tomorrow's Monday and I'm perfect until I reach my, my goal weight. And that is just not how it goes. And if we approach it that way, we, you really set yourself up for failure. You know, um, So to that point, that it really is a learning process, the other side of that is that there's no perfection because how can you learn something without making mistakes? Again, you, you may notice, I hope you see this. This gets to the heart of that all or nothing mentality with weight loss where it's like, okay, I'll do it. And as long as I'm perfect, I'll continue it. But if I make a mistake, forget it. I fell off the wagon, right? So um, there is no perfection, certainly on a long enough timeline. If you're going to master your weight, you are going to make mistakes. <laughs> There's no way around that. That is why I believe that the number one skill that you need to lose weight and master it is your ability to get back on track quickly, as quick as possible. That's the most important thing. Way more important than perfection. Because what's the other, what's the alternative to that? That you're just gonna be perfect from tomorrow till you reach your goal and never make a mistake, right? Of course, that's, that's ridiculous when we put it this way. So we have to approach weight loss as a learning process where we're gonna make mistakes and that's part of the process and we're going to recover as quickly as possible. And it's that ability that's truly gonna allow you to transform your body and your weight. And so I, I want you to start to look at mistakes as your friends. They're, it's a, the greatest teachers that you have is that you're gonna make these mistakes and then learn, grow, and evolve from them. Not to be absolutely terrified and petrified of making a mistake, which a lot of people have, right? It's this this fear of making a mistake lurking under, you know, in the unconscious mind that almost starts to create its own gravity towards it, you know, this, this own pull towards it. So we wanna recognize that mistakes are part of the process. It's not a big deal. Right? It's gonna loosen up. It's not a big deal when you make mistakes when you know how to learn from them, okay? And so to that point, there's a saying that the mind always gives up pain for learning, right? And so again, if you've ever burned yourself on a stove, it's like you're not scared of stoves forever because you learn, I can check to see if it's on or off, right? So as soon as you learn that, you don't. there's no more fear about a stove. And so this is what I want you to understand about mistakes, that once you figure out how to correct a mistake, the fear of it kind of fades away, okay? So, so it's important that you learn that. Um, and then finally, before we get into talking about some strategies for how to learn from your mistakes, is to understand that most of your behavior is unconscious. This is why weight loss is a learning process, 
okay? Conceptually, weight loss is very simple. We'll just eat less food or eat better or follow a meal plan or work out a lot. So the concept of that is very simple. The process of living that and actually doing that is complicated. Why? Because it's our behavior, right? If, it was, if we were robots, we could just say, just do this, then it'd be easy to lose weight. But we're not robots, right? And so most of your behavior and thoughts and feelings are unconscious, especially when it comes to weight loss. It's estimated we make around 160 food decisions a day. Most of those are unconscious and you're completely unaware of them. So again, I'm trying to point out that this process of changing your behaviors, how you think, feel, and respond and, and act around food, most of it's out of your awareness. And the process of losing weight and, and certainly mastering it is one of becoming aware of those things first and then fixing them. Okay, so again, you need these mistakes to become aware of what the problem actually is. And again, we'll, we'll talk about how to do that in a moment. Um, before we do, I just want to talk about two of the most common responses I see when people make mistakes, um, and they're not helpful, but, but they're the, the two most common ones I see. I just want to talk about. The first one is that you beat yourself up by replaying the mistake repeatedly in your mind. Okay, so it's bad enough you make the mistake, right? Either you choose the wrong food or you overeat something. But then in our minds, sometimes we, we kind of beat ourselves up about it. We keep replaying the movie over in our mind. We keep thinking about it. But this is a really bad mistake to make because what's happening is you keep retraining yourself to make the mistake. Right? If you believe in visualization, and chances are if you're listening to this, you probably to some degree do, basically when you beat yourself up about a mistake, you're basically visualizing yourself to do it again, right? Because you keep replaying that mistake over and over and over in your mind. You keep watching yourself. You're training yourself to do it again. There's no growth. There's no learning happening there. The next one is that we just ignore it, right? So we make the mistake and we say, oh God, I don't want to think about it. And we just push it out of our minds. Well, both of these are not going to help you because you don't end up any better off afterwards, Again, you're the same person afterwards, and if you're beating yourself up, it's even worse because you're even more the same person. <laughs> so what we want to do is we want to learn. We want to grow. We want to evolve from the mistakes. We welcome the mistakes, and then we look at them and we solution, we, we kind of, we solve them. Okay, there's the mistake. How can I fix that? Okay, so it's a very solution-oriented mindset of, of the, the, how we're approaching this. And in that sense, we, we love the mistakes, right, because we, we, we welcome them. Because we understand that really one way to look at this is the more mistakes you can turn into solutions, strategies, the easier time you're going to have mastering your weight, okay, rather than being fearful and scared of mistakes. You understand? It's a completely different mindset. So let's talk about how to learn from mistakes, okay? Um, the first thing to understand is that we always make the best choice available to us, right? So I know you're thinking, well, what, huh? Why would I choose to eat? you know, a bag of potato chips, right? Because in that moment, we're always looking to make ourselves feel better, okay? So I'm gonna give you an example. Let's just say yesterday, um, everything was going, I was eating great all day long um, until four o'clock. And four o'clock, I got out of work. It was a really stressful day. I didn't sleep good the night before. My boss was really yelling at me. I'm stressed out, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And now what's happening is I'm driving home and I drive by the convenience store that I go to all the time. And I end up pulling in there and I get myself, you know, a bag of chips and I eat the whole thing. And now I'm mad at myself, okay, for doing that. So the first thing to understand is that in that moment, I made the best choice available to me if that's what I did. If, for example, I knew an alternative, you know, in the past, sometimes when I got stressed and freaked out, 
I went to the massage place and got, got an hour long massage. Right. And so I had plenty of money and I knew about this strategy. You know, if, if I was in that situation where I was freaking out from work and the massage place was right across the street from the convenience store, you know, in that situation, there's a good chance I may have gone to the massage place if I had the time and the money and, and that experience in the past. Okay. But typically what happens is we rely on food a lot of times to deal with our emotions. And so a lot of times the behavior we're getting really upset about, well, I wish I didn't eat those chips. I wish I didn't do that. Unconsciously, we're doing it because emotionally it makes us feel better. It helps relieve that stress. It helps kind of ease the overwhelm. And so um, a lot of times the, the reason you're making poor food choices, whether it's a, a wrong decision or overeating, is because emotionally it's satisfying a need and you don't have a better alternative to it, a healthier alternative to it that satisfies that. Okay, so that's the first thing to understand is that we always make the best choice available to us in the moment. If you had a better choice, you would do it. Let me give you a different example. If there was a bag of potato chips, there's the regular chips, but if there was a bag of potato chips right next to it that would taste exactly the same, but there were zero calories in them and they were healthy for you, wouldn't you choose that bag? Yeah, of course you would, right? Because <laughs> that's a better choice. So again, I'm trying to tell you that the reason we make mistakes is because we don't have a better choice available to us. So what we're looking to do to learn from mistakes, we're looking to look at those mistakes and figure out a better choice that we could do, right? And again, what most people do is they beat themselves up and play that mistake over, or they just ignore it. They never learn anything better, okay? So the next thing I wanna say is this, that so much of our behavior is unconscious. And what I would suggest, and again, this is really the cornerstone of the Program Yourself Thin Method, is that we wanna look at our mistakes from a different perspective, Okay, so again, a lot of times, program yourself thin method, we talk about doing it right before bed. And there's a lot of reasons that are beneficial to do it. But any time is fine. Um, but we want to be outside of that experience, okay? Because a lot of our behavior, this may sound like a, like a stretch here, but, but stick with me for a second. A lot of times we have unconscious environmental cues outside of our awareness that are triggering us to almost go into a different personality, okay? So... I believe that we're all kind of multiple personalities. You would agree with this, wouldn't you? You're kind of a different version of yourself on a Monday morning than you are on a Friday evening, right? Same you, but kind of a different version of you. And so a lot of times environmental cues, and that can be the time of day, the day of the week, the people you're around, the mood that you're in, these unconscious cues kind of trigger us to go into a certain personality or a certain aspect of our personality. And that version of us makes you know, has certain behavioral patterns and thought patterns and feeling patterns. So what we want to do is we want to get out of those. We, we want to look at our behavior from a different perspective. And one of the easiest ways to do this is let's just say I did this yesterday. Okay. Four o'clock, I went and got the bag of chips. Now, again, ideally I would, I would have done this last night. Again, that's what we teach in the program self thin method. But the basic structure is that I want to look at that behavior and I want to make a movie of it. And I want to start the movie before I start eating the chips, before I even walk into the convenience store. I want to start that movie. Um, the middle of the movie is me getting the chips and then eating the whole bag. And then I want the end of the movie to be 10, 15 minutes after I finish eating the chips. Okay. So, so that's kind of the, the whole movie that I'm going to make. I'm going to watch that movie and then I'm going to rewind it. Okay. And now I'm going to ask myself the question, knowing what I know now, right, in my relaxed, calm perspective, what, looking back on it, what could I have done differently? And this is something no one ever does. You know, it's kind of like if, if you're a football fan at all, they watch game film, right? So they, they call it Monday morning quarterback, right? They, they kind of watch the game film. 
And they say, okay, this is the decision you made. Knowing what you know now, looking at all the things from a different perspective, what could you have done differently? This is how you learn. This is how you grow and evolve. And in order to do this, we have to be open to feedback for ourselves. We have to accept mistakes and embrace them, okay? And so we look back and we say, okay, what could I have done differently? And one of the main things I'm going to look at right from the start is what state would have helped me, okay? So if I go into yesterday and I look at, okay, four o'clock, I left work and I'm all angry. I'm upset. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. And I just feel really frustrated. I get in the car. And again, I know what happens. So now what I do is I rewound the movie to the beginning and I start right from the beginning. What state would have helped me? Well, I know what would have helped me is if I could have been more relaxed and calm. Now I know I was frustrated and stressed and I know I'm just saying that, well, if I was calm, it would have been helpful. So I want to point out, I'm putting aside the question, could I have been more calm? Okay, this is purely in my imagination. If I could be more calm, that definitely would have helped me a lot because I was really stressed. So when we look back at the mistakes we make, I want you to zone in on the state that you're in because that has so much to do with what, what your behaviors are going to be and what your thoughts are, okay? And so even if you, again, saying if I was more calm, that would have been helpful. Saying being more calm and being able to actually feel more calm in the situation are two different things. I get that. But for this example, for this process, you're just going to imagine, yeah, if I could have been more calm, I think that would have been really helpful. Okay. Now I imagine myself, if I could have been more calm, how would that have been? Well, I would have gotten in the car and I would have taken a moment and I would have just relaxed for a second. I would have broke state from the overwhelm and stress to, let me let it go. I'm not at work anymore. Work just ended. Okay. Now, what could I have done differently? I'm still kind of worked up, but I'm a little more calm. What could I have done differently? Well, now I realize that really what I was looking for is to feel better, to deal with the stress. And so now, again, because I'm looking at this mistake from a more neutral, relaxed perspective, and again, I always suggest doing this you know, in bed as you're getting ready to go to sleep because you're relaxed, you're calm, and there's lots of benefits to doing it then. And I say, okay, I would have relaxed. I needed to calm down. That's what I really wanted. And what are some ways I could have done that? And now I say, well, you know, maybe I would have gone to the park. Maybe I would have gone to the bike path and gone for a walk. Um, maybe I would have gone to the grocery store and gotten uh, you know, some fruit. Okay, These are things I would have rather have done. Okay. Now, again, I want to be crystal clear. I'm not saying just because I imagined this one time, it means the next time I get frustrated with work, that I'm just going to automatically do this. But you understand that I am now creating a, a better choice for myself. I'm creating a new choice for myself that I did not have before. A lot of times our, our weight loss strategy is, I'm just not going to do the bad thing. Okay. But nature abhors a vacuum. Our mind abhors a vacuum. We can't master our weight just through a strategy of what you're not going to do. And that's what a lot of people try to do. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm no more chips, no more bad food, no more overeating. Well, what are you going to do? That is the learning part. And so this process of looking at your mistakes and then, you know, taking a step back from and saying, okay, what was going on there? What was my state? How did I feel? And what were the options available to me that moment? They're limited. I promise you. That's why the food, that's why you chose the food. You didn't have a better choice. And so we go into it and we say, okay, the ideal me, I would have been relaxed, I would have been calm, I would have connected to my health, and I would have, again, I would have just gone home, I would have gone for a walk or a bike ride, whatever your solution would be. And again, it's always up to you. But you give yourself a little bit of space to come up with a solution. Now, this is a process that takes, and the first time it takes a little bit because you're thinking about it and it's kind of new. Um, but I do, this, I do this every night, okay? I review my day. And, um, you know, sometimes it's food and I do it for others in my life as well. But um, when I was losing weight and really mastering my weight for decades, I did this every single night. And what happened is I started to accumulate strategies. 
And what happened is I now have lots of healthy choices available to me. So my behavior is a lot different, not through willpower. It's not for me saying, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's through me saying, oh, I could do this. This is what I really want. This is the real problem. And this is how I'm going to fix it. You see? So this process here gets you into solution-oriented mindset where you start constantly thinking about the solutions. And when you start putting your mindset into the solution-oriented mode, the mistakes aren't a big deal. Again, each mistake becomes like, uh, you know, it's like a, a little, it's a problem that you have to solve. But as you keep solving them, and some problems will keep showing up. So maybe I go through this and I say, oh, you know, I would have just relaxed and then I would have gone to the park and gone for a walk. And so, you know, three days later, again, I get frustrated, stressed at work. I go home and I go and eat the chips. And I go back again and I say, okay, well, what happened? Oh, I forgot about that other plan I had. Or maybe that plan wasn't good enough. You know, it didn't, it didn't hold up. So what I want to point out is that this is a process of experimentation and tweaking, right? It's not just like one time it works. But if you consistently reflect on your day and find, you know, an area that you weren't happy with and give yourself some new solutions and then kind of replay the new behavior as you would have liked it to have gone, if you do this every day, again, you're just, you're just stacking up solutions. You're training yourself to be the version of you that you want to be. And again, it all stems from that you are learning to become the person who you want to be as opposed to believing that you just have to be that person. You just have to do it. You know, it's a very limited way of thinking of it. The real truth here is that weight loss and weight mastery is a complex subject. There's a lot of things going on and most of them are outside of your awareness. And so the mistakes are your friends and they're helping you to recognize what you need to work on. And so if you look at them that way and you take this a few minutes to kind of separate from it and look at these mistakes and, and solve them and come up with better solutions, um, that's how you make dramatic transformation that lasts. Okay, not that you to lose some weight, but genuinely, truly transform yourself, your health, um, and your whole life, right? This applies to everything, okay? So I hope this helps you out because I know that for some people, the mistakes, they don't have a strategy. What's your strategy for dealing with mistakes? I mean, you have one now, I hope, right? And I hope you use this um, because I'll tell you what ends up happening, or it certainly happened to me, and I've seen this happen with so many of my clients. You start to look forward to the mistakes because, again, it gives you an opportunity to find more solutions, you know, and once you have enough solutions, again, your weight is really relative to the number of solutions that you have available to you. You know, that's what I believe anyways. So I hope this helps you out, but play with it. Again, it's one thing to kind of logically kind of hear it and say, oh, that makes some sense. It's a whole nother experience to actually do it. It's kind of like if I explain or tell you about a roller coaster or have you go on it, right? Those are two totally different experiences. Same thing here. Go through this process. Think about a mistake you made separate yourself from it. And again, notice what state you're in, what state would have been more helpful in that situation. And then again, knowing what you know now, what's something else you could have done differently that would have made you feel better, that that would have worked better for you. Okay. Keep getting focused on the solutions. Keep stacking those solutions up. Okay. Keep accumulating them. Um, so I hope this helps you out. Have a great day. Remember, nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with Jim Katsoulis. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to programyourselfthin.com to sign up for free tools to help you lose weight. And remember to subscribe to get notified about upcoming episodes.